0: Hello and welcome to the final episode for the year uh, for an actor and a mic. Uh, As you'll have seen from the title, uh, this episode is an overview of this year, and what an utterly tumultuous but amazing year it was. Uh, I genuinely did not expect we would make it this far. I mean, everything from reaching over 1,000 total plays to 24 total episodes, and that is 23 interviews with 21 different professionals, and they're all artists all over the country, and... And on this podcast, I have now interviewed everything from multimedia artists, actors and actresses, producers, directors, screenwriters, playwrights, authors, musical composers, voice actors, voice coaches, stage managers, visual artists, cinematographers, photographers, performers, makeup artists, artistic directors, tech coordinators, sports presenters, radio hosts, facilitators and clowns. If you'd asked me at the start of 2020 to name as many different artistic professions as you can, I would not have been able to give you a list that size. It has been a mind-blowing year. As well as all the people on this list are in fact Australian artists and I am just eternally grateful for everyone I got to speak to this year. It has been a monumental year. In terms of pushing limits and discovering new a- avenues, and I'm sure and hope it has been similar for you, for a lot of you. And I, I wanted to make this final episode an overview of this year. Uh, I've got a fairly quick bloopers reel, and and I just wanted to let you all know how I've been left feeling after this year in reflection to this towards this podcast. So first off the bat, I want to start by thanking uh, Jess Lidbury. So she is an absolute gem and she's just been amazing throughout this year. If you didn't already know, Jess is a friend of mine who made the logos as well as edits every photo for the episodes. Without her, this podcast would look nowhere near as organized and professional as it does. And and also she has, she has to deal with my sporadic but as I would describe it I I would just send her these fleets of pictures with with names saying please can you do this uh, I can't I can't figure out how to do this by myself and she would just get them back to me they like they look so good and she would get them back so quickly and it was just amazing so thank you so much for that Jess I also wanted to thank each and every interviewee for being supportive and taking time out of, out of your busy lives to speak to me. Uh, I, I would just send out these random emails telling them who I was and asking if I could speak to them and they all were more than happy to help out. Which gives me such an optimistic view of the Australian arts scene. I mean, because they didn't know who I was, uh, to them I'm just some anonymous kids sending them an email, asking to speak to them and, 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 and saying I would then publish that conversation for the world to see and hear. And, and they did not need to say yes to that. And yet they did. And it's just brilliant, honestly. The podcast has changed quite a bit from my original ideas for it. I learned very quickly that I couldn't just wing the interviews, which I was originally doing, and that was just a disaster. Uh, So I started doing background research and writing these question lists that I would send to them for approval, and that infinitely improved the interviews. So I'm glad I did that. It's a bit more work, but it just makes it a lot better. It makes it seem like I know what I'm talking about a little bit. Uh, The quality in terms of audio also improved dramatically, which was a blessing considering how it originally sounded like i mean if you go back to uh the episode seven with patty long that is by far the worst sounding episode and i sincerely apologize for patty for that that was oh what a yeah i wish i could do more with it but yes i've learned so much from these people Uh, at times answering of course could be what you would expect careful and guarded which I do not resent anyone for. But at other times, these people revealed this immense vulnerability and tenderness, which just blew me away. Uh, I feel more comfortable speaking about the industry as a whole now because of, of speaking to all these people. And, and yet I also don't feel as comfortable because if this year has revealed anything... It's that you cannot generalize the Australian art sector. It is full of wonderfully diverse and passionate people with all sorts of differing reasons for why they are an artist and why they call themselves an artist. And to make any grouping phrases would honestly do it a disservice. These people have made me proud to call myself an artist. Because what they revealed is a long lineage of people wanting the best in however they define that for their communities and for Australia as a whole. And I am so damn glad I am a part of these communities. And, and I too think and want that, I, I want to make a difference in people's lives, even if it's just subtly and, and slightly, and, and I, it, it never gets back to me what I did. That's honestly what this podcast is about, and and as much as I got out of this, I ultimately just want you to get something out of this, and if you did, if you got something out of this, then that makes me happy. I, I did my job. I did what I set out to do, you know, and and yeah, honestly, it's it's been a great year. I, I have a few ideas on how to spice up the formula to to make sure it's a bit more than just rinse and repeat for next year. And... and... yeah, I'm... It's been a year full of... Certainly it's been a year full of difficulties and I am grateful that I only received the easier side of those. And... and I can't wait for next year. I do, however, have to mention something potentially disappointing. As the year progressed, I too got busier and I actually had completed the majority of my interviews probably about August, let's say, probably a bit wrong, but by around then most of the interviews were done. So what this left me with was the editing. Now, editing is not the most glamorous job as those that do it will know and it's also not the most difficult i used to dig trenches for an electrician so editing cannot claim hardest job i've ever done yet it is mind numbingly boring and if i'm in if if i'm being entirely honest as the year progressed it became a little disheartening and it became a little bit more like work and there was less passion in it and in light of all of this as well as As the knowledge that next year is going to be busier than this one was, much busier, I've decided I need to cut back on the amount of episodes I produce next year. So don't worry I'm still I'm still doing it I'm still very excited but it just I won't be releasing them as frequently so I'm currently thinking that I will release an episode every three weeks instead of two This takes a lot of pressure off myself while also ensuring that the podcast continues and stays consistent. So what this should mean is that if I am doing my maths right, I should have done either 15 or 16 episodes by the end of next year, which will bring us to a nice, nice 40 total episodes by the end of 2021. So that is my current plan moving forward. On a lighter note, I've got about a two and a half minute blooper reel of me stuffing up uh, and swearing and doing all sorts of dumb things, uh, as well as uh, some comments from interviewees, which I find quite hilarious and hope you do too. So I'll let you listen to that now and I'll come back afterwards. Heyo, it's mid-roll time. My favorite part of the episode, because it's all about me. (laughs) I can't put that in there. If it happens one more time. I'm out. <laughs> it it I'm does gonna sound like,
1: uh, a, like a... I've heard washing machines before, but this one sounds like a small <laughs> plane <laughs> exiting Take your it. living room. <laughs> so 24th, oh, yeah, because I'll have another one with That's you. Right. Yeah, at, at the, end the end year. at the end of the year, which will be and it'll be like. Yeah, look, I didn't expect like the aliens. <laughs> yeah. Like, so not,
0: like, our Chinese overlords yay, have yeah. been very interesting. Yeah,
1: they've let us keep doing the podcast,
0: which is nice. But now we can't say anything about. Well, I can't say it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and also, um, I'm handcuffed. <laughs> yeah, and also there's a gun to my head. <laughs> this is a, this episode to be just while I uh, 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 okay Jesus. You're listening to an actor and a mic, a podcast focused on the off, Jesus, and a mature, and a mature student here, and a mature, and a mature student here at USQ.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for that. That was um... you made it. You
0: did cool. So um, yeah, the uh, the dog started barking. It's not even my dog, but that's that's all right. It's uh, it's perfect timing. I can can you hear it? So. We discuss Liam's favourite kind of job, what annoys techies, what's setting up for a music gif is... G- what? Get. Oh, Jesus. I, <laughs> I've, I've written gif down here instead of, um, instead of gig. Next episode, I touch base with an incredibly multi-talent, multi-talented... multi-talented multi-talented individual Jesus (laughs) next episode I touch base next episode I touch base with an incredibly multi-talented individual next episode I oh my
1: god
0: next (laughs) you'll see someone's work who just inspires you uh yeah I hope you do stay safe enjoy the next uh when does this come out Seventh. Enjoy the next thirteen. Nope. It's the oh god. Uh, twenty. Oh god. Um. Uh. It's the twenty-six. Where is the f- twenty-six? Uh. That's three, four, seven. Uh. Three, four weeks. Three twenty. Oh god. I'm a mess. Um. <laughs> when does this come out? The seventh. So. It ends on the twenty-sixth. Enjoy the nineteen days. I I liked I specific oh god.
1: Uh, it's been good in terms of I think people are impressed with pieces of paper.
0: (laughs) What? Like you've written a a few things now. What kind of? (laughs) So good. I don't
1: know. But I don't think that Covid's happening with us having a f***ing party. <laughs>
0: <laughs> with a similarly. 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 Simili-
1: we will do that again in the future.
0: Honestly, good stuff. I laugh every time I listen to it. And, and you know, words can be hard, you know? <laughs> so. Thank you all again for your support through listening to this podcast. And as much as I have gotten out of it, I do genuinely hope that you've gotten something out of it too. There are some very good moments on this podcast from some very wise people. And I hope that they know that their contribution to this little project is greatly appreciated. I'll leave you with this a back-to-back running of every intro to every episode for 2020. And at the end of it, you try and tell me that you don't feel giddy and aren't excited to be an artist in 2021. Thank you all, much love, and I'll see you next year.
1: found that they were starting drama in those primary schools when we went there. And I was starting it really early, like these kids were like eight. And yeah. they were like calling it drama. And that kind of designation and putting it within like school framework. This is a drama class. That's what starts to lose the play. And that's what starts to put that kind of, that's why I feel anyway. That's what starts to put these like frameworks around the way you play. The best actors are just people who never want um, stop playing. Cops and Robbers as a kid and then they've still got that spark. And I, I want to make it easier for the people where I used to be, you know, like I want to give those opportunities where there wasn't for me. And so I'm hoping to create play readings throughout the year so that young playwrights can get their praise read at a low stakes environment. And I want ShareHouse to keep creating roles for emerging artists because there is this huge gap once you finish uni. What do you do? Do you just keep auditioning for Queensland Theatre or, or do you keep paying $500 a workshop? Well, how can you keep honing your skills and get better? And I think in the independent
0: theatre is where that needs to come in to play. So as an artist, it doesn't matter if you're a filmmaker, a, a drawer, a painter, it doesn't matter. You know, there's always going to be somebody out there that's looking forward to what Griffin Walsh is doing next. As long as you do it for them, bro, and mainly yourself first, but then do it for them, you're going to be successful. Success is not measured by how many Facebook likes you have. Success is not measured by how many Facebook friends you have or how many followers you have.
1: It truly isn't. It's measured by how much you smile every day and love what you're doing. It's a lot of work and not something to take lightly. But oh, absolutely for the experience. If you're feeling like you're not getting anywhere where you are, the opportunities here, the people you can meet. If you're willing to work really, 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 really hard, then absolutely, this is this is the place to be. If you're really serious, if if you're not if you're not serious about it, I'd be like maybe you know have a think, uh, see how you're going. But if you if you're really serious and you want to give it a crack then there's, I mean, not that there's no other way. There's, I would say, For me, there was no other way I had to come here. And I'm really glad I did. And I will continue to be here and work as hard as I can. I'm only able to take advantage of the luck and the opportunities that come up because I put the legwork in to get to it. So luck is a big part, but you've got to You've got to constantly be on the game. If you're not on your game, if you're not looking for opportunities to develop skills, you can't take advantage of luck, because luck is a thing. I do believe that luck is a thing. You are lucky to have an opportunity to come along, but if you're not ready to take full advantage of that opportunity, it's not a lucky opportunity. It's unlucky, because you're you're the one who's not ready. You know, I wasn't home for six months. I was in... Shanghai with Lion King for three months and then I went I flew straight to Doha to work on the Asian games So I wasn't even in the country for six months, which is a big call, but it's just what I did It's just what it is. That's where the jobs are. That's where your money is These tiny little artworks in my mouth I was saying were worth you know hundreds of thousands of dollars where in the end, I didn't get the artists back quick enough and
0: I just got chickens on another farm uh, and <laughs> named them, got the, like, the owner to name them these famous artists' names. Oh, my God. Got them to walk on these canvases. Uh, it's That's... not going to hold up in a court of law, but yeah. it's going to be very funny.
1: But, yeah, it's, it's, it's this kind of way that when you look at a frame, it should look like a painting to me. Like, the way I see, like, there are certain shots that should just look like... A picture it should look like a painting you know it's art and it kind of none of that came to me before film school which is weird right You yeah. know, the way i feel about it you'd think i'd have this lifelong session but
0: <laughs> yeah we're just trying to bring joy and dance and play to everyone you know like taking it away from it being a exclusive thing that you can only go and watch someone on stage yeah. to you know, actually being a part of something and, and feeling that joy in your own body and in your own, own heart. So, yeah, it's, it's been a beautiful journey the last two years with him. Yeah,
1: definitely. It gave me time to do that and also the resources. So when you're going through something, you're actually questioning, why am I doing it this way? How am I going to deliver this to a class? and understanding the the basis of it, knowing your chemicals, knowing what's in your makeup, knowing the basis of what works with what, what counteracts with what, that sort of thing, how you can layer things, what um, makeup sits nicely on camera versus theatre, those sort of elements. So you really need to help the student understand that as well. And if you don't understand it, you can't deliver that content. And products are changing all the time. Like cameras are changing all the time. So you've got to keep up with what's going on. So... You just have to hit one of them?
0: Yep. So that was them being like, let's make it really broad. So by that definition, we are both professional artists. Yes.
1: Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's why these statistics are more like, it's not like they've cherry picked no. them.
1: See, I like to use the words amateur and developing and fledgling. But and, according um, to this study. Emerging. Yeah, emerging. Um, they're four great words
0: that I love to use to describe <laughs> myself. Because artist by itself, oh man, that feels uncomfortable. Yep but you are according to that you are a professional artist yeah wow so this is what you have to look forward to yeah thanks
1: Australian Arts Council but I think my raison (laughs) d'être pretty sure I didn't pronounce that right (laughs) my reason for being is that I want people to feel that they can make art and that they can enjoy it and that there shouldn't be any
0: barriers to do that.
1: But it means that I can watch a and band like Polish Club or something like that for nothing. Plus make a little bit of money inside. But the main reason is I get to work with gear that I don't have in my venue and I get to uh, see another sound guy mix a band and I learn from their mistakes or their accomplishments i started finding this story that was totally not funny very serious story i found it so funny that i was silently heaving because i'm trying not to laugh and like get out get out i'm hysterical like the silent laughing and i've had to crawl my way (laughs) along the floor out the studio door because I. I just couldn't stop because I knew I wasn't supposed to laugh, but I couldn't help it. Yeah, um, it's like our job is to innovate, right? I briefly worked for the state government doing an information officer role again in one of these gaps between gigs. And um, if you innovated in that role, you needed retraining. You know, your job was to stay in between the lines because the government bureaucracy needed you just to be this cog in in this particular way. And it reinforced for me that our job in the arts is to innovate. I don't know, for me it's never been, for me I've put my family first a lot and I think, to be honest with you, I think that's kind of, I've missed out on a lot because of that but that hasn't bothered me, that's been a choice that I made. I get, I'm 52 now and I look at some of the choices that I made and I'm really glad that I did because because of the bond that I have with my family and my, my sons. That's more important to me. When I was younger I was, you know, quite ambitious and, wanting to do everything and feeling like there were steps towards becoming successful and now i don't feel like that at all i think i think we all have moments of success and moments of stuff's not working and you know what is to be successful you know are you are you touring are you are you on posters all around town i think it's you know your own personal idea of what is satisfying you It's, I mean, it's that thing of being a performer, especially being a comedic performer, you know, because when it's low, it is low. When you're standing on a stage in front of however many people and nobody is laughing, and that is 100% what you were wanting them to do when you created that work, it's pretty crushing. And so then when you have the other side of the spectrum when it when the audience is laughing, when you're all on board and there's just something that's happening between you and them and you know there's just this whole kind of fun explosion happening that's yeah, that's not really anything else like it.
0: Yeah, I think listen, I think relationships are all you've got. At the end of the day, as a professional, no matter the income, your ups and downs, your contracts, your, you know, at at the end of the day, why I like theatre is that it's a team sport. And particularly in Queensland, but in Australia overall, it's a really small team, like the, the network and the community is small. So if you can leave any gig being one of the nicest people in the room,
1: you know, regardless of anything else, then you stand a good chance of being employed again. I also think, you know, you can't play the what if game forever as well. So you just kind of go, you know what? I couldn't physically do that. And I had to find another way to do it. I probably would have done it differently if I did it now. But what can you do? You can just learn from it and hope that other people benefit from the things that you've advocated for along the way.
0: Yes. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) I would say, well, the thing is that whether it's being put there intentionally or not, everything Mm. has meaning. Now, what those meanings are—that's another question, you know. And those, and those, and the meanings can shift. Yeah. And the whole, the whole point about uh, a work of literature as opposed to, to a scientific work is that they're designed to have ambiguity in
1: them. They, <laughs> you know, put me, put me on camera as like a, speak about your experience, uh, <laughs> yeah. kind of thing, marketing thing. What should I say? I was like, oh. It's a microcosm of the, oh, the, the industry. I love that microcosm. microcosm. Yes, I'm a writer. But that's... Uh, you said esoteric the other night. And I was like, oh, that's a good word. <laughs> esoteric.
0: About esoteric, about video
1: games. Video games. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. No, not writing. It was something uh, much nerdier. <laughs> Talking about esoteric video games. It's, yes. That's our relationship. Most of my work focuses around exploring the Australian identity and ideas around ideas within that including landscape and religion and mateship and government and how all these things kind of add to or actually kind of restrict and limit our identity so i really like to challenge